0: A podcast to honor the
1: gods. This better better come come with with a sacrifice.
0: Dave X Media.
1: The door of the telephone box sprang open and Mr. Weasley stepped out of it, followed by Harry, whose mouth had fallen open. They were standing at one end of a very long and splendid hall with a highly polished dark wood floor. The peacock-blue ceiling was inlaid with gleaming golden symbols that were continually moving and changing like some enormous heavenly notice board. The walls on each side were paneled in shiny dark wood and had many gilded fireplaces set into them. Every few seconds, a witch or wizard would emerge from one of the left-handed fireplaces with a soft whoosh. On the right-hand side, short cues of wizards were forming before each fireplace waiting to depart. Welcome to the Restricted Section, the Harry Potter Slander, Harry Potter Book Club podcast where we love and cherish our trans friends every single day. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about today. Chapter 7, The Ministry of Magic. This whole chapter is just world building for the Ministry of Magic. Arthur participates in Take Your Son's Best Friend to Work Day, and they quickly realize that the time of Harry's hearing has been changed and now they're late, which is super ethical. Love that. So they dash off to the courtroom in the Department of Mysteries. And I wonder what will happen next chapter. Welcome to the restricted section where bureaucracy fucking sucks, even if it's magical. My co-host today is Grace from the Misuse of Muggle Artifacts office. Say hello to the listeners, Grace. Hello. And I'm super excited because our special guest today is someone you may recognize. It's Jason Hilton, regular friend. How are you doing? (laughs) Say hello to the listeners.
0: Hello, you you filthy animals. I mean, listeners.
1: I think I did literally label you as like regular friend or something because when I'm putting up our guest schedule, like I like to be like this person is from... This show right. for my co-host, or like this person is a friend, and that's the that's the energy we're going into this recording with. We gotta so, Jason, friend, formerly of the Movie Night Crew podcast, but you've also heard his voice on this podcast many times before. You were probably one of our earliest guests, and for that, I thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you for your sacrifice.
0: Oh, what did I come on for? I think it was the first of cha- the first Chamber of Secrets. I'm chapter. looking. At,
1: I always I always forget to look it up you have the knowledge my my episode log Jason Jason um you came on for yeah chapter one of Chamber of Secrets which was the first like regular guest we had look at that
0: look how far I've come I made a whole podcast and I dumped it and then I'm on more (laughs)
1: And then you came on again for the heir of Slytherin. Um, and then you came on again for the Bogger in the Wardrobe and Prisoner of Azkaban. Okay, I'm gonna keep. And then you came on again (laughs) for Chapter Four of Goblet of Fire, Back to the Burrow. And then oh, that's funny because I was
0: just thinking today. I was like, what fucking chapter did I do for Goblet of Fire? I I literally couldn't. It was pretty boring.
1: And then you also were on our horns bonus episode just because I did a control find for all of your names instances.
0: <laughs> that was a pretty good one. I, I, I like that you made me watch that.
1: Yeah, that is a great movie. Um definitely check it out if you haven't it. and sign up for our Patreon. So how have you been since September 22nd, 2021?
0: Oh geez, is that oh, it's been long. Uh I've been pretty good. I've actually started a new job a few weeks ago.
1: Woo! Oh, amazing. That's so exciting. Yeah. How's it going? Tell us what you're doing.
0: It's pretty good. I'm working at a, like a photo production lab. So, <laughs> uh, here in Richmond. And, um, Dream job. I make, it's like, okay, for context, I used to do bedded insurance authorization for a, for a hospital system mm-hmm. uh, for like five years. And then, I couldn't take it anymore and I had to quit. So, but within a few weeks, I got this job. It's a seasonal job at a, uh, this uh place that does a lot of like printing photos for you know graduations or school photos or pee wee football christmas. and stuff like that christmas yeah, yeah. and uh, they need extra help during during the fall and winter season so yeah. i'm 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 helping their uh laser technician team it always Ooh. sounds so fancy. So you,
1: you're a laser technician? Is that what you're telling me?
0: I'm um, yes. Uh, Freaking
1: laser beams! I mean, I mean, seasonal. With laser I'm laser beams attack. Fucking <laughs> laser.
0: It's like I'm I'm a humble laser technician. I will admit that I'm seasonal, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Like I, I went from being in a, a really tiny home office for like the last two years to being in a bustling factory with a lot of stuff going on and a very lax headphone policy. Nice. And nice. Um, I love to see it. and a cool staff, and it's it's just been pretty cool. It's been really cool so far, actually. Yeah. I I usually hate working, so yeah, like this um, is the it first job have and, to be
1: this way. Exactly,
0: you just got to find like that one tiny little weird little niche for you.
1: Oh my god, I'm so happy for you.
2: Me too. you. Thank are you. thriving right now. It's amazing, Jason. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah.
0: And then you maybe listen to this chapter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'm like the disappointing end of this story. Is that you
0: ruined car- my work day today? I had to listen to the audiobook.
1: Uh, me too. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I read it. So we're well rounded. Yeah. Grace, what are you drinking? It looks like a big, tall, refreshing glass of apple juice. Oh, it's just
2: so not that. Um, no, it's a, uh, a Festy from Star
1: Hill. A little Ooh. beer, a little beer action today. I'm the one I'm drinking is called Fest Beer. It's Ooh. the Sam Adams. My yeah. God, we're Ooh. like
2: really vibing
1: today, dude. Fall is my favorite season of beer. Yeah, no, it's true. It's so good. I was at Kroger yeah.
0: today and they had a pumpkin spice latte. No beer, where it's like that's too much. It was it's it's. Do you guys know Ale Works? Like they're in Williamsburg. No, they, they make. But I believe you. It's it was it was described as a spiced pumpkin ale with coffee notes, which I thought would be kind of good. Ooh. But it had like Actually,
2: a, that sounds pretty good. Oh, I might look up some reviews.
0: But um, can I share what I'm drinking? Please cuz I actually it. have a, a thing. Um, oh. so um, I was at the liquor store yesterday, like you do on a Tuesday. And sure. um mm-hmm. uh, apparently like I had hit some kind of like um promotional bonus or requirement, so I spent huh? over $25 because I had to buy lime juice while I was there. Mm. And they say you get a free a free drink with that. And I have a uh, a Loyal Lemonade and Iced Tea. It's vodka with lemonade, black tea, and, quote, natural flavors.
1: Ah. All um,
0: right. I have no idea what to expect of this, but I'm... It's a
1: boozy Arnold Palmer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the fact that it was free made me feel, like, a little shitty about myself.
1: I was like, <laughs> wow, you, you bought
0: so much food. liquor. Here's more.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think you should feel good about
1: that.
0: I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'll accept it, but like, uh. it's
1: for free. <laughs> How does it taste? Let us know. I'm smelling right now. He's smelling it. He's yeah, wafting. He's, he's wafting. What, what is it called with the red wine? You like swirl it or swill it? Oh, like yeah. Swirl, oh, yeah. Swirl it. I guess you swirl it and then swill it. I don't really know. Didn't what that you
2: read like a wine book recently? A wine book? A wine memoir. Oh, I you said a wide
1: book, and I was oh, like, "Oh, um, um, it's I- ordered <laughs> Phoenix. That's
2: the one. That's the wide um, book." I did
1: read a wine book recently, and I plugged on this podcast, "Wine Girl" by Victoria James about America's youngest sommelier. Yeah. Very cool stuff. Okay, how is your drink, Jason?
0: Um, it is actually not that bad. Um, nice, not okay,
1: that great. bad. We'll take it.
0: But the fact that it's like in a can and everything, I I would never buy it again. Probably, I'm only drinking well, this because it's free. You didn't buy
2: it the first time. It's for free. <laughs>
0: It's really sweet, though. Well. Mm.
1: And, Grace, how have you been lately? I've been really good. Really
2: good. Just um, getting excited because uh, next week I'm going to be taking a little trip to Chicago. Woo. Um I haven't really spent any time in Chicago. I went there for a wedding when I was, like, eight. And because I was there for a wedding, that was kind of the deal. So I didn't really get to, yes. you know, see the sights. So... I'm excited to go and visit and have a fun time.
1: I went cool. to Chicago also when I was eight. Oh, weird. And hmm. Yeah, isn't that re- kind of random? Yeah. I, re- I remember because it was my eighth birthday. Oh. And we went to, they had an American Girl place there.
0: <laughs>
1: ah. <laughs> nice. And I was quite a spoiled eight-year-old for sure. That's when we bought the house in Clifton. Oh, I've heard of the house. Mm um but chicago i've heard is extremely fun and it seems like they have kind of a cool like comedy scene maybe i think i feel like a lot of the comedians i like are from chicago yeah that's probably true
0: yeah i think there's like a famous improv troupe that's stationed in chicago yeah
1: you should go see some improv while you're there yeah that's cool yeah
2: the plans right now are pretty fluid so you know chicago is my oyster thank you so much
1: you'll have to report back i will Dope. Well, I'm doing great, too. Should we talk oh, about Harry okay, Potter? Oh, hey, Christina. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Christina, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. I for
2: forgot her. how conversations worked. I'm so sorry.
0: Tina's in, in just such a hurry to talk about this chapter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on Saturday, I watched the entire Lord of the Rings Extended Edition oh. trilogy for Oof. my fr- good friend's birthday. Courtney Berry, she's been on the show before. Happy birthday, and Courtney. Ate so much food and drank so much booze from such an early... We started at like 9 a.m. What? Wow. And it was honestly the most exhausting thing I've ever done. <laughs> so fun. But I, I feel like I've been tired ever since then. Yeah. I love those
0: movies, but I've never tried doing that. I remember you told me about that at like the last week or something, and I was like, Extended editions and you just kinda of looked at me like fucking of course. Of <laughs> like, course. And I was like, of course, that's more painful.
1: I thought that I had watched them all three together, but halfway through the trilogy, aka six full hours into the trilogy, mm-hmm. I was like, I would remember this. If this had ever If I had ever had to endure this before, I'd remember. Mm -hmm. It just took so. I'm really bad at doing nothing. Yeah, and it took forever. Um, I'm. I don't mean to complain. I had a great time, but it just was like a party too. So I almost like don't remember watching the movies. You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah.
0: And like, how many times have you seen? Have like all you guys seen that movie?
1: Yeah, (laughs) I feel like it's a great idea, and I'm
2: sure (laughs) that you had a lot of fun throughout. Maybe not the whole God, time. We,
1: but we ate so much food and drank so much booze. I mean, come on. Sounds great. Uh it was great. So that's how I am. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm a, You're just it's like, like still recovery. Hangover, okay. yeah, from a Lord of the Rings. Cool.
0: <laughs> and now you have to watch more Rings of Power stuff.
1: I know. Sean's been like, We're behind, and Sean's like, we need to watch it, and I'm like, I don't have it in me right Fucking now. give can't. me a week of recovery from this world. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess we'll do Harry Potter instead of Lord of the Rings. Thing. There you go.
0: Let's move on.
1: <laughs> I guess I'm just so eager to start this chapter. If so much happens in it. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: is a, a world building delight. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. Maybe too indulgent at times. Mm-hmm. So Harry wakes up at the beginning of the chapter. And what day is it? It's, it's today. today. It's, it's the today. day. It's the day of the hearing. Finally, I feel like you know. The anxiety is the worst part of it. Oh, God. Oh, the build
0: up to it, yeah.
2: The amount of times in my life that I've woken up, like, at the crack of dawn because of anxiety is probably too many times. Oh, my God. Yes.
1: Wow, so relatable. I'm having traumatic flashbacks to the RVA Book Lovers (laughs) Festival. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, seriously. Just, like, waking up at, like, 4 (laughs) a.m. in a cold sweat. Yep. Ready to go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just get this damn book festival over with. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I love it a lot but it obviously gives me a ton of anxiety <laughs> yep um, and he like goes downstairs and everyone is just like talking and they all just look up at him and like no one says anything <laughs> they yeah. just keep talking yeah it definitely has like early morning energy for sure and then everyone's giving him advice it's so it's Tonks and Sirius and Mr. Weasley and Mrs. Weasley is Lupin there I think
2: Lupin's there too Lupin shows up because I think I think Tonks is top, talking to Lupin about Scrimgore. It's true. Did I say his name right? Scrimgore?
1: Scrim, right? Scrimshower. <laughs> yeah. Scrimshower. What?
2: <laughs> I don't like that.
0: Like, what does a mother go through? Like, the thought process of naming your child that.
1: Wait, can you? Hold on. Shh, <laughs> Scrimgore. What? Did you hear? Yeah. Scrimgore. Scrimgore? Scrimgore? That's how okay. I That's how I was
2: saying it. Maybe Scrim-gore. I've looked it up before. Wow. Could be wrong. Would still. you look at that?
1: You're not wrong. The inner come on, Grace, I just proved you right and then you're like, I could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but somehow. <laughs> Is script- Don't be a sore winner. <laughs>
0: Is Scrim is Scrimger uh like sorry. Al
1: Gore's brother Scrim oh Gore? <laughs> uh,
0: but um, is is that the character that like Bill Nye plays? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: I love that. I love him as a character.
0: Yeah, it kind of helps to have a face to it.
1: Yeah, he replaces Fudge, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay.
0: Because that's how like Deathly Hallows begins, I think. With yes, like a narrative. Yes,
1: it does. With with the um, that's the right. will. Yeah. Oh. I think it's actually the next book where the prime minister has the chapter where Fudge comes and it's like, "Oh, I got fired." The oh my prime god,
0: minister. I do rem- Oh my god. You just gave me like Our a Minister of Magic. You just gave me like a like a Jimmy Neutron brain blast. I remember that chapter. Brain
1: blast. I love that chapter so much. It's so fun.
0: Oh, really? I remember being kind of bored when I was a kid, but but that but that's cuz I had a well, short attention span.
1: I love all <laughs> All three chapters, I think, is what it was that don't happen from Harry's point of view. Oh, there are you fun. go. Oh, yeah. true.
0: Like the is it Goblet three? of Fire, Two has one.
1: There's the one in Goblet of Fire, and then there's like the very first chapter, which is from Vernon Dursley's perspective. Yeah, that's right. Mm.
2: And then this one. Not this one that we're talking about, but...
1: Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's time to go to your hearing. Which is the next chapter? I just don't want anyone to get excited. The, night, the name of the next chapter <laughs> I was, was like, excited. "Hold your horses, Tina." We're not, we're not,
0: Tina. We're no, not exactly. getting there yet. We're definitely we got to talk about Okay, let's <laughs> let's comment about Harry's uh, preference for breakfast this morning.
1: Okay, mm. please do. We have to comment about every little thing: <laughs>
0: porridge, muffins, kippers, bacon and eggs, toast. Go.
1: What's kippers, Precious?
0: I think it's a fish. I
1: think it's fish. Ironically, <laughs> oh, that's really funny that I yeah did you did my, the Precious thing. <laughs> I did my golem thing, and it's fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking it would be like a like a bagel with locks or something. Oh, uh, that, okay. that sounds way better than just fish. Yeah, I agree. I maybe giving it too much credit. I don't know. Yeah, that you never know with these British exactly, dishes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, what would you guys go
0: with? I've always kind of wanted to try beans on toast because, like. That's just such a weird. That's just like one of those British things that very like, English. A, an entire country eats it, so it can't be that bad.
1: I disagree. <laughs> White people eat bad things sometimes. That's that true. sounds like
0: such a like a old wartimey ration kind of dish. It's like, like we're
1: doing it because we, we have, have to.
0: Yeah, but at first it just stuck around.
1: Yeah, technically, technically, I had toast with beans for dinner. Technically, because Wait. I. I had chili and then I made myself a little garlic toast to go with it.
0: Oh, okay, but well, it's not that's like, like baked beans.
1: That's like leveled up. That doesn't they were on white bread. beans. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. It was delicious. It was a really good recipe that I stole from. I didn't steal it. But like um, the person that that I babysit for had it out on their counter. And I was like, that looks good, the recipe. And I snapped a picture. I babysit a lot in my life. And like some of the best recipes I've ever found have been that exact method of just being at somebody's house (laughs) babysitting and being (laughs) like, that is a balanced meal. That sounds yummy in my tummy.
0: Yeah, toast isn't exactly a balanced meal. Although I do I kind of feel I kind of feel for Harry because like when you're in the morning and you have like that anxious stomach ache and mm. you really don't feel like eating. I like to love I liked to the line where it said like he tried to eat, but it was like chewing carpet. It's like you yeah. have to you have to <laughs> muscle through like the the whatever food is put in front of you just so yeah. you like don't go in an empty stomach.
1: Exactly. And when Arthur's like, it's time to go. It's like Harry dropped his toast immediately. Oh, like, no. That's great. He was glad to be rid of that toast. He was really yeah.
0: looking forward to that toast, man.
1: Okay, let me read my long note to myself.
0: Bomber jacket.
1: Uh, Wait, what?
0: I said bomber jacket. I don't know. It was like the first Arthur's phrase fit. I said. Yeah.
1: He's got
2: like the pinstripe pants and a bomber jacket. Like, <laughs> I had a yeah, tough dude.
0: time visualizing that, but...
2: I didn't. I <laughs> visualized it immediately. It's beautiful.
0: <laughs> I need to see if that's on DeviantArt somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Arthur's work outfit.
1: So why... Can like Harry just go really publicly? I mean, this is I think this is probably like public knowledge that Harry Potter has a hearing today. Like, why is he allowed to just like stroll through London with Arthur Weasley only as protection? But when he he got picked up from his aunt and uncle's house, they needed like a whole army of like 15 people to come get him. Oh, Mm.
0: wait. No. Now I hate this chapter.
2: <laughs> I don't know,
0: no, that really doesn't make any sense, I guess yeah. because, like they're in muggle societies, so maybe that kind of protects them, yeah, a little like bit. there wouldn't
2: be a lot of wizards taking like the muggle route to work, probably,, hmm. yeah, like they come yeah. in through like the visitors' entrance aka you know, like the telephone booth,
0: actually, they go through the train first,
2: yeah, the train first i I just feel like there probably aren't a lot of wizards around the path that they take.
0: I mean would you would you commute on the London like public transit system if you could just teleport to work? No. No.
1: Yeah, hard no. No. Yeah, and then also I just feel like it's weird that they're like let's walk around London like like someone maybe will figure out where they're staying if they see them just like walking around some random London neighborhood.
0: Oh yeah, so it could like be a safety thing to not give away the or the Phoenix's location, I guess. I or, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I haven't I honestly haven't picked up this book since I was like I mean just like tangent, but like I read this like when it came out when I was like fourteen or fifteen. So I was like the same age as like the characters in the book.
1: Do you remember reading this this chapter and the intro to the ministry?
0: I feel like this book was like the first kind of Harry Potter book that felt like a chore to get through.
1: Mm, I um, agree with that. Sure as hell, feels like a chore right now. I mean,
0: because <laughs> yeah, it was especially because there was a lot of a lot of hype around the book, you know, like yeah. when it was coming out, yeah. and especially because of like the mystery death and everything. And
1: that's how she gets you like the next three books. It's like mystery death. Are you interested in a mystery death? Yeah, you have to find out exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Like if fe- I feel like after Goblin of Fire, there's like a a stark contrast and and how she hooks readers in i suppose i mean because like goblet of fire does have a great cliffhanger at the end so um like going into this like it's i feel like it's like an obligatory book to have it's like a transition story but it's just like a lot of kind of kind of boring stuff like i don't know something about introducing like this wizard city hall Makes yeah. it like
1: <laughs> here's a little the government.
0: A t- yeah. It's like a little too relatable. You have to like check your one when you get in and you have like a visitor's badge. And
1: yeah. And also who fucking cares about those two details you just said? Like they're so mundane. It's like, why are we talking about it for so long? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. And it's like this is world building, I guess. But it's it's like, I don't know.
1: Not all uh, yeah. world building is good world building. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, like you don't have to do the most all the time.
0: Yeah, I don't ever ask the question does Galadriel have to pay taxes or not? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my God. Now I'm going to, though. <laughs> Here they go. They go on the London Underground. Arthur's being very serious. It's a very serious day, but he's also a little bit delighted. Little yeah, using he model always technology. Is.
2: he's a little yeah, tickled. He yeah, I love that. I love that Me he too. he he has that spirit about him. I think that makes his character just so earnest and lovable.
0: Yeah, yes, it, it's like you know how children like look at our techno wizardry and think it's like magic, but this is like a yeah. full grown adult who does literally work in magic. And yeah, you know, like the the simplest things, even like when it's out of order.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is actually
1: broken Arthur. He's like, I don't care. I love it. It doesn't matter. Marvelous it's so beautiful.
0: Bloody brilliant.
1: <laughs> it's his, and like muggle technology is definitely Arthur's ADHD hyper focus. Mm hmm. I know like it's his. It's his thing. Yeah, you think he like would like go zone. in this train
0: station more often? And just be like, "What is all this stuff?" <laughs> we at getting like a hand sanitizer dispenser, and just being like, "Marvelous." Maybe
1: he's like <laughs> embarrassed to go by himself. You know what I mean? Oh
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, if you're running, uh, if you're running late, I would just tell again. Like I would just teleport.
1: Yes, indeed, for sure. So they come out of the underground on a shabby side street. And they find a telephone box, and they both go in together. Spoiler alert, it is not bigger on the inside.
2: No, we thought it was going to be like the tents from Goblet of Fire. Oh, yeah. yeah, Yeah.
0: It's
1: not. Um, They smoosh together. (laughs) Superman wasn't in there either. (laughs) (laughs) And Arthur beep-boop-boops on some buttons. A voice is like, state your name and business. Only it's like a cool female it's voice. A so cool it's a like, cool female state your voice? name and business.
2: Oh my god, the amount of times that cool female voice was mentioned in this chapter. Yes. Yes. Are you kidding me?
1: She's a cool female. What can she say? <laughs> <laughs> she can only say it in a cool female voice if she Is it, it
0: it's so relaxing.
1: Jason, do a can do a cool female voice.
0: Okay. Uh does cool female voice mean like
1: no, it's all up to you.
0: Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, what's the uh, what's the? That's line? what
1: that's all the text says. A cool female. Voice. Jason's like line.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, I mean exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the Ministry of Magic. Please state your name and business. Nice. really good. Yeah, that's I, good. I just picture like Siri or something, but like yeah. magical. Oh yeah.
1: Grace, do your cool female voice. <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna do the
2: same line just for comparison. Okay. Welcome to the Ministry of
1: Magic. Nice. Was, was there great. more? Was I don't cool. know. Okay, that was very cool of you.
2: <laughs> I tried to put some frost in there. You I'm know? like, ooh, chilly. <laughs>
1: so, so chilly. Frosty. So chilly.
0: Okay. <laughs> speaking of cool voices, actually, Grace, I want to I want to talk to you since you did listen to the audiobooks. Speaking oh, yeah. of cool voices, yeah. um, did you have a like kind of a hard time with with Jim Dale uh, with Jim Dale like? in a few of his vocal performances.
2: Yeah, and I feel like, here's what I'll say. Everyone loves Jim Dale so much, and I did not grow up, like, listening to the audiobooks. I've really only listened to them for this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Sometimes I have a bit of a hard time.
0: I, like, I, I was listening to, like, the the previous chapter before this where they are talking about the, the Black Family Legacy and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't help but notice that, like... His voice for Sirius is like exactly like Mundungus Fletcher's voice.
2: Yeah. And it's and, like.
0: And Sirius just kind of sounds drunk all the time. And it, it's, it's it's just kind of strange. It's, it's an like, interesting choice. Yeah. It's like, hello, Harry. I'm a doggy and your godfather. It's so <laughs> nice to meet you.
2: That's actually very
1: accurate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm just like, okay, who's talking right now? But anyway.
1: No, Is he for the sure. one who pronounces it Avada Kedavra? Yeah. I don't
0: know. He hasn't said it yet.
1: It's like how many R's can I put in this word? Yeah,
2: it's kind of extra. I feel like that's an unpopular opinion though, because a lot of people really like him. So really? Sorry. Okay.
0: That's interesting. I'm pretty
2: sure, right? I'm pretty sure they do.
0: I, I tried listening <laughs> to the first couple of chapters and I did I did kind of like the first chapter just because it was kind of kind of like simple. It didn't have like a lot of exposition stuff and it was just oh, yeah. between Harry not a lot of different like, like
2: character voices to do
0: yeah and uh, yeah, and then once like everything starts getting going and then like the female characters start getting involved yeah. and you have to hear him like talk as Hermione um, yeah oh. but it's like oh. It's, oh no it's like this is not <laughs> the ideal way to read this it does this book. take <laughs>
2: me out of it a little bit I do miss reading like the print copies I will say yeah but gotta do what we gotta yeah. do you know what I mean
1: the voices are always hard for me i don't listen to like a ton of audiobooks and most of them are nonfiction. but every once in a while i'll for some reason it's usually like some shitty romance novel i'm like eight percent interested in and i'm like well i'm not gonna pay for it but like i'll listen to it on my library app yeah yeah i'm not gonna read it with my eyes (laughs) not these old things it's always like a lady narrator and, but she's doing like sex scenes with this like honky man heart drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and she's always like this posh woman's voice doing like honky man voices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hard to take it
1: seriously. And actually, that reminds me that the first audiobook I ever listened to was Fifty Shades of Grey. No. Gray. <laughs> no! Yes. Who
0: narrates Fifty Shades of Grey?
1: I was not going to read that with my eyeballs, but I read it with my ears <laughs> while I was cleaning pools. With in your earbuds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Christine. I want to hear your cool female voice. Just real quick for us. Welcome to the Ministry of Magic. State your name and business. That's really good. It's very hard for me to do like emotionless. No, that was, was pretty good. good.
0: I felt relaxed, I Thank suppose. Thank you.
1: I liked it. <laughs> Thank you so much. You should do the rest
2: of the episode in that voice.
0: <laughs>
1: The phone box opens up into the atrium. Okay, I take it Welcome back. Don't do that. The Ministry of Magic. <laughs> it's cool. It looks cool in there. There, it's like a lush description uh, of them. It's the Ministry of Magic. Looks cool. There's fireplaces. There's a statue. Statue's kind of weird. Hate that. But oh yeah. my god. The vibe is good. Otherwise, the otherwise,
2: but the statue is bad.
0: Yeah, I don't know why I was more okay with that statue when I was younger, but woo. Uh, just the description where it was just, look at all these humans, like, showering yeah. uh, the, the goodness and magic onto the, I mean, essentially the short people. Yeah. let be real.
2: Yeah, and, but it's that. even like, the description is even like, the witch is also, like, grouped around the wizard. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, I
1: I was noticing the phrasing, too.
0: Yeah, and how it says, like, the goblin and the elf are looking up adoringly. Oh, at cool, them gross. and I'm just like wow, uh, maybe it's just like our culture now where we just see like these kind of red flags like immediately now, but back then like Good. it just seemed kind of normal I guess, I a, I'm a little ashamed to say that I guess
1: Yeah, I, I think the statue like changes later once Voldemort takes power, I think the statue becomes like more
0: it's more oppressive,
1: but like but only towards muggles, not ideal Yeah, I don't love this. Yeah. So Arthur leads Harry to this little security station, um, and they scan him in and examine his wand. Why? Why do they do this? They don't even ask for his name.
2: Yeah, I was like, what? And then he gets, like, the little receipt that's, like, all of the stats about his the wand stats. and then yeah. the guy's like can you confirm and he's like uh, yeah that yep sounds right Do you want and he's to know like,
1: my literal name like what if a crime is committed with that wand today in this building like what are you gonna do about it you don't know my name
2: yeah it's so weird i know he has the little name tag on. yeah
0: this reminds me of when they tried to introduce like politics and like bureaucratic jargon in star wars like in the prequels and everything where they introduced like t- the Galactic Senate and everything. And it's Mm. just like, do we really like need this, this, this kind of immersion? Like this just sounds. It's
1: boring. It's bureaucracy. It always sucks.
0: This isn't escapist. Like this is just real life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But there's
0: a wand, I guess. So it's better.
1: Oh, it's (laughs) it's not doing anything in this chapter. (laughs) We go to the elevator, lots of fun world building happening. Let's just like list every single floor we go past. Perfect. And like, That's like oh half my God. the chapter, so might as well. Literally, it's like one of them is five lines long.
0: <laughs> no, if I worked at this place, I would hate taking the elevator.
2: Yeah, because it has to give you the whole deal every single time before the every doors day? open. Every day of your life? Are you kidding me? We hate it. It's like I
0: was. I would take the stairs.
1: Yeah, sure. yeah exactly um, there's little paper airplanes that convey interdepartmental memos which like cl- that's clever cute that's vibes cute, yeah. I think clever cute vibes especially knowing that they used to just use owls which
2: <laughs> that's <laughs> and a nightmare Arthur
1: Weasley is like shit everywhere yeah <laughs> which is funny to me that
2: like within Arthur's time there they used <laughs> owls
0: and yeah. I'm like bro when did that change happen I wonder
2: Yeah, and like certainly it should have happened sooner.
1: It reminds me of when our old boss Grace would be like, We used to have to edit manuscripts by hand. And you and I were like, Oh, we would not have picked this profession under those circumstances. Exactly. We
2: would have made some different choices. (laughs)
1: Like, if there's owls shitting everywhere, I'm not working in that office. I'm also trying to
2: picture like that elevator with like all those (laughs) owls in there.
0: Like, (laughs) what the fuck?
1: (laughs) So chaotic. Maybe they had perches back in the day. Yeah. So they arrive at Arthur's floor. They stop to say hi to Kingsley, which is like it's very cute. They're like pretending they don't know each other. I love this interaction. Yeah, yeah, they're so smart about it.
0: Although you think they would maybe like clue and Harry about like the whole you have yes. to be discreet about us knowing each other thing because he almost said hi. No, I don't like know.
1: Him. Harry's about to be like, hi, Kingsley. And then it says that Mr. Weasley stood on his foot to convey that he needed to shut up, which is not a gesture I even really understand. Like, I don't believe that I would be like, oh, that means I should shut up. Maybe I'm just...
0: It's just to, like, interrupt whatever you're doing. It's like, (laughs) fucking shut up.
2: Yeah, but, like, they had this whole commute, this whole journey to the ministry where they could have been chatting about, you know, potential things that might come up. Maybe we'll run into some people.
1: And Harry's been there for days at the Order of the Phoenix, and it's like, if anyone ever tried to talk to him about anything, maybe he would understand be- better how to behave about yeah, it. Yeah, even Kingsley yeah.
0: would be like, hey, if you see me, like, inside there, like, don't really acknowledge that you know me. Like, no, don't
1: maybe. acknowledge me. Be We're chill. Fighting. Be chill. It is very cute, because Arthur and Kingsley are, like, acting like they're fight. Kingsley's like, you need to give me this fucking report. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then he, he Give me that says, report like, on fire legs
1: the, He's like yeah the one you wrote me about Fire legs took way too long And Arthur's like well if you even read the report You would know it was firearms And that's like <laughs> the dumbest stupidest joke ever And I love it so much Also yeah. the
0: implications of that where it was like Arthur was looking into guns Or
1: Yeah I guess so like magicked guns
0: Do you think Voldemort's oh. looking for a gun <gasps>
1: Oh my God. I've been asking people what they thought the first time they read this book, what they thought this like big mysterious weapon was. Mm. Mm. And my favorite answers are, I've heard people say like, I thought it was just a bomb, like a regular bomb. Up. Oh like, yeah.
0: Like a, like if he went to just like steal a nuke or something.
1: Yeah. Like a nuke <laughs> or I like a gun, like a really good gun.
0: <laughs> or like, a ca- I, I did hear the last episode and I think uh, Constantine said like a, just a big cannon. <laughs>
1: A big, yes. yeah, a big cannon, yeah. I never
0: would have thought it was just, like, a betterer wand.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I liked Andrew's theory. I think he said, like, time turner or something.
1: Time turners, yeah, that, that was is a good, a good one. one. Yeah. yeah. I'm, like, a dumb bitch, and I don't, like, wonder as I'm reading. Like, I just, like, so innocently wait for the story to unfold itself to me i just read a three book mystery trilogy that i adored every second of it and i'll plug it later but the whole time i was like <laughs> i don't i don't know if i can know who it is i can't wait to find out because like i i'm just no, i love that
2: i'm kind of the same way i try not to guess <laughs> because sometimes it
1: ruins it
0: yeah i agree
1: <laughs> yeah you don't want to spoil it for yourself yeah
0: yeah i'm not like going on because i'm like watching both like Rings of Power and House of the Dragons right now, and I'm not like oh. going onto forums and forums to like discuss each oh, and yeah. every episode and and predict what might happen and stuff. That's not fun. Mm-hmm. It's not that, fun. You I might agree. accidentally end up spoiling it. Like yeah, for and then you're
1: gonna be disappointed because yeah. you're like, yeah. oh, I saw it coming. Well, that's exactly what happened to Game of Thrones is as soon as everyone figured out like the thing, the thing about. Oh, yeah.
0: Don, Didn't George R.R. Martin say like, oh, yeah, someone figured out the ending like years ago. And yeah. And it's it. just
1: like, OK, well, let's do the least amount of work to get there now that people know. Yeah. Right. There's a Bob's Burgers episode where Linda goes to a book signing and spoils the ending of the mystery to everyone at the book
0: signing. <laughs> <laughs> Snake <funny>. kills Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So they finally get to the tiny, dingy little misuse of Muggle Artifacts office. We've heard a lot about this office, but it's fun to finally see it kind of. I Mm. mean, it's kind
0: of depressing.
1: (laughs) It's like a little closet.
0: Yeah, it just kind of reminds me of a shitty job I used to have like when I was 24.
1: Well, knowing that Arthur loves it, I don't know. It's
0: true. His heart is in it.
1: Arthur's like they won't give us a window, and and I'm like, you just said that the windows are magical like three paragraphs ago. Like, can't you just like install your own window, my dude? It feels possible, but
0: that was a funny line earlier when they were talking about the people who like are maintenance for the the fake windows. They yeah, said, magical
1: yeah. maintenance, capital M, capital M, magical maintenance. I- <laughs>
0: we had hurricane <laughs> weather for a long time while they were itching for a pay raise.
1: <laughs> yeah, that is a good line. I just can't. One of my big pet peeves in this particular reread, you know, this long agonizing one that is my podcast <laughs> is the way that she acts like <laughs> the way that Joanne acts like Jo-Ann. the names she invents for stuff are like incredibly special. Yeah. And it's not. And they're not. They're re- most of her name. The human names are pretty solid, but like. I think I pointed out in a previous chapter, she capitalized the words owl treats. Oh my God. Huh. That's not something. And then she's like, what if it was maintenance, but like magical? magical. I invented that now. <laughs> capital M, capital M.
2: Here's the thing I'm going to need you to continue pointing those moments out because, as we've mentioned, I'm reading the audiobook. Listening to the audio book, oh, indeed. And so, yeah, I'm missing out on these things. So you have to like keep me posted on.
1: I will. All of I the absolutely will. flagrant
2: capitalization.
1: Uh, just, it's rude. Ugh. It's just churlish. It's it, churlish. I watched that video <laughs> like very I love that one.
0: <laughs> I did just see a line that I also really liked, where it was Arthur talking to Kingsley, and he's just like, Psst, "If you can get away before seven, Molly's making meatballs."
1: I know it's so good. It's so cute. It's literally so cute. It's the cutest thing. Yeah. So they hang out in the tiny office for like just a minute, and then Perkins, our boy Perkins, you lent us those cool tents. You've been working in this tiny room with Arthur for a long time. There, this is Arthur's work husband. Yeah. 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 Perkins comes in hot to tell Arthur that the hearing time has been changed to check's watch five minutes ago. <laughs> My God. Which is just objectively unethical. It yeah. is like objectively unethical. I don't know.
2: Everyone's acting like it's like completely normal. I'm like, what? Well, how is this even allowed? Yeah, yeah. They
0: have to go to like the super dungeons in the back. In like, they the- you have
1: to go to the super <laughs> dungeons. That's exactly what it is. Yeah,
2: and like, like the- Perkins says that he was like, oh, I sent an owl. Okay, if you send an owl,
0: wait, we still to- use those. I- But
2: like I'm just so confused Like how could they have ever made it on time They're already late
1: right now And they're in the building Objectively unethical Somebody needs to write a report about this Sorry the mystery trilogy I just read Had a girl who was always writing news bulletins (laughs) About everything and ruining everything
0: Get a capital R report Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a magic report (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Department of Mysteries In a cool female voice
1: Wait, wait, yeah, they Arthur and Harry, like, run out of the office, and they go into the elevator, but, like, the elevator doesn't go all the way down to the super dungeon. No. (laughs) The elevator doesn't go that far. It does not go that far. Because they don't
0: use these rooms anymore, right?
1: It's really dumb and weird. They're probably dusty. Who dusted? Magical dusting, MD.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I am kind of thinking about the movies a little bit, and so would this be, like, kind of, like, the same set of rooms that like Barty Crouch and all of them were I think judged so. in? Okay, so. Yeah,
1: I think they're like similar.
0: Now that I think about it, it's, it's it's a little McCarthy-esque, like all these courtrooms were just a bunch of people.
1: Yeah, they get out at the Department of Mysteries, which we're hearing about this for the first time right now. The Department of Mysteries said a cool female voice. Is mm-hmm. that right? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. that's no. all she a, said. <laughs> it was a lukewarm female voice at this point. <laughs> okay. Coffee the was Department wearing off.
1: of Mysteries.
0: <laughs> Department of Mysteries. <laughs>
1: Fucking... Don't ask any questions.
2: They don't pay
0: me enough.
1: <laughs> they go down some stairs because, as I mentioned, elevator don't go, mm-hmm. and they finally get to the courtroom. And Arthur's like, "LOL, good luck." And Harry's like, "Oh, <laughs> well, I thought you were coming with me. You're my guardian." And Arthur's like, "No, no, you got to go in there again." And Harry goes in.
0: It's like that. Yeah. uh <laughs> It's like that. Adam Sandler. I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was Wedding Crashers, where it's like this information would have been really valuable to me yesterday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this whole chapter is I, the the whole thing with them changing the time is like awful. Like it's so awful. Yeah, it feels like no one. If I were Arthur, because of the kind of person I am, I would be like, absolutely fucking not. Like I'm writing a fucking paper airplane about this and i'm sending it to the people who are responsible because this is like unethical like we're not i'm not letting you stress about this i'm
0: talking to magical hr about this
1: Yeah, yeah magical capital m magical capital h capital r
0: what was the other thing there was another like title for something that was really lazy oh yeah the magical law enforcement patrol
1: hate it yeah. Oh yeah,
0: that's what, they, they don't handle the, uh, they handle the exploding toilets, not the oars. Right, so
1: correct. are those like cops versus the FBI?
0: Yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that's, that's, I feel like that's astute. What government building do you think like is most like the Ministry of Magic?
2: Oh, oh God.
0: I've been, I've only been in the <sighs> like, <laughs> the Department of Transportation. <laughs> uh, Probably
1: that. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> I don't know, the Lincoln Memorial.
1: I'm thinking more like the uh, Museum of Natural History in the Smithsonian. Um, you like walk in and it's like a rotunda. And mm-hmm. then you can go off in all of these cool different directions to go look at all the cool exhibits.
0: I love that museum.
1: Yeah, it's a good one. It's the best museum, in my personal opinion. To this date, it's my favorite museum. Yeah.
0: American History is pretty good, but that one's like, that has dinosaur bones in it. Like, how can you meet yeah. with that? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Dinosaur bones are like cool rocks.
0: And mammals. That's all you need. Yeah, stuffed animals. and
1: It has that big whale skeleton.
2: Yeah, that's a cool one.
1: Sorry, I love this museum so much. I have to go. Let's go. Family trip. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I haven't been since
0: I... Aw, just thought of a a cute detail. I haven't been to that museum since the the day I proposed to Ah! Leela. Where
1: did you propose to Leela? Oh,
0: so... Um, I know I wanted to take her to D.C. because a few years before I I was like planning this proposal for months. Aww. I knew I wanted to do it in D.C. and I knew I kind of wanted to do it in the Lincoln Memorial because we saw someone get proposed to there and she would like made an offhand comment about that would be so nice if like it was a nice memory like that. So I like kept that in the old noggin. Aww, Jason. Um, but what happened was, so I was just like, hey, let's just go like to D.C. today for the day or something like that. And uh, we went around to a bunch of different museums and then it was already dark and we got to the Lincoln Memorial and I had like the ring in my pocket and everything. And uh, there was like way too many people in, in like the main, the main atrium. So <laughs> I was just like, hey, um, you know what I've always wondered? what does the side of the Lincoln Memorial look like?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's Casual. so cute. Did you say it in a so, cool female voice?
0: I did. I, need, I should have. <laughs> then she would have said yes. But uh, <laughs> so we went over to the side and I mean, it's just it's just a wall with columns. And um, we were She's over like,
1: there. In, huh, cool. Anyway. We were over there in <laughs>
0: private. We were there in private for like two seconds until this guy came up to us and was like, uh with the camera it was like, Hey, would you like me to take your pictures? And I was like
1: Absolutely not. Well, I
0: moment. am about Thank to propose so uh well I was like thinking for about it for a second, I was like, I am about to propose. I guess I could like get a picture of it. But the guy yeah. was like asking for my email address and saying uh, like too much. Yeah, if you give me twenty bucks now, I'll I'll forward oh you the photos. God. And I was like, No 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 no, get out of here. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a fiance over here.
1: Yeah. That's so cute, though. You made it happen. It's a beautiful that memory. That guy fucked off and you made it happen. Yeah, that yeah. was back
0: in 20, 2017. No, mm, no, wow. 2016. Early December 2016, the dark times.
1: A shining light among the darkest of times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Do either of you have anything left to say about this chapter? Honestly, just that the point of this
2: chapter just feels like, remember this place because we're going to be here again later.
1: Yes. A lot. Yep. Yeah, I mean it's like fun to read. Like I think that the imagery is generally fun. Yeah. But like you have you have to do it more elegantly than this. Like it's so much of nothing. Just like look what I wrote. Look what I wrote. Look what I wrote for like eight solid pages. <laughs> the climax of yeah. the
0: book isn't in- totally not going to happen here.
1: Remember this, bitch.
0: <laughs> I was a little I was a little perplexed that we were at chapter seven and uh, what does it end on the hundred thirty sixth page.
2: Wait, really? Yeah. That's where we are?
0: Yeah.
1: Yep. Almost
0: yes. I feel so bad for you, Tina. Pages
1: this book Wow. This book. I'm gonna look up the I keep saying it's about eight, nine hundred pages. It's eight hundred and seventy pages exactly. Mm. I'm gonna remember wow. that. So yeah, we're getting a bit of a slow start.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean this was kind of like it's like this and Half Blood Prince, I think, are the books I remember the least.
1: Yeah, yeah, same. I don't remember Half Blood Prince at all. I, I Me think either.
0: also kind of same for the for the movies a little bit, like yeah. I only like rewatched Half Blood Prince and Order of the Phoenix out of the last few years out of sheer curiosity, and um, it's remarkable how much I don't really like about the Order of the Phoenix movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Next week's chapter is The Hearing, so Thank we're going to get some plot done in that chapter. I'm really excited. We have an old friend coming on the show. You'll recognize him.
0: Yeah, you're going to be talking about one of the biggest like Harry Potter villains who gets her introduction yeah. in that chapter.
1: Yep. I'm really excited. Um, Umbridge is so fun to talk about.
0: Her frog-ass face.
1: <laughs> the, the chapter after that is The Woes of Mrs. Weasley, which is, you guessed it, another bullshit chapter. Oh, wow. no.
0: Does that need a whole chapter? I, I already kind of assume what no. that talked about. I already assume what that no. that's about. That's about the Boggart thing, right?
1: The chat, yes, the exactly okay. the chapter after that is Luna Lovegood, which I would also call a world building chapter. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, here's this character. She's a pretty important character, I guess. Yeah. The chapter after that is the Sorting Hat's new song. That's on page 200. We're going to get to Hogwarts around page 200. Oh my God, you asked me.
0: I just remembered now you asked me to write a sorting song.
1: I'll send you the abbreviated lyrics.
0: Thank you, because I just turned to that. Yeah, I just turned to that part in the the book, and it's like two pages.
1: No, it is. It is. I was
0: like, this would make Tolkien blush. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you had a song that lasted two pages?
1: The story is like technically picking up because we're gonna get like two plot things done in in like the next four chapters. I'll believe that it I believe I mentioned, which is the hearing, and then like finally getting to Hogwarts for the love of God. Oh, <laughs> my God. And then we can get into all of the Hogwarts bullshit, which to me personally is a lot more fun than like this bullshit. Yes, for sure. Awesome. Well, let's move on to plugs. Woo, woo. Jason, where can people find you on the internet?
0: <sighs> Not there.
1: That was a good one. Nice. That thank was you. really solid.
0: <laughs> Don't find me at burp.com. <laughs> um, you can find me on Instagram. I have a photography related uh, Instagram account called Negative Selections. I uh, I shoot exclusively with film, so that makes me special. Just...
1: I like the name change, by the way. Oh,
0: thank you. Yeah. Leela. Very cool. It used to be pictures of Jay, and then Leela kind of pointed out to me is like, okay, but these pictures are never of yourself. They're either of yeah. me or cats or scenery. Yeah. Um, so it's like, you know what? Fair enough.
1: Much vibier name now. Yeah,
0: I, I like it. Yeah, so check me out there if you're you're interested in photography or want to see like Richmond locations and stuff like that, I suppose.
1: Hell yeah. What have you been watching, reading, playing, listening to lately that you think the listeners of our podcast would enjoy?
0: Uh let's see. Well, I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks since I started my new job because it's like I finished Project Hail Mary like during <gasps> yes! just a couple of-
1: I love that book.
0: I really liked it, yeah.
1: Did you listen to the audiobook?
0: Yes, yeah.
1: I've heard the audiobook is excellent. It, it is.
0: It, it was really good, especially the way they addressed like Rocky's uh, language
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And um, I need to to and that. it was
0: it was uh, a lot funnier too. I, I imagine with like that that voice actor as the narrator
2: to... was so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But on that note, I mean, I guess I could recommend Project Hail Mary. Sure. But what I was going to do was the next book I started after that, which was surprisingly similar but much more somber tone. Is uh, the Andromeda Strain
1: oh.
0: by Michael Crichton? I started listening to that book because I've always loved Jurassic Park. And, yeah,
1: Michael Crichton is so fun.
0: Uh, yeah, it is. and it, But but the, the level of meticulousness about, like, there's, like, an entire flight log that's, like, recited with time codes and everything. So it's definitely a good way to kill a couple of hours. Um, I like, like, kind of like Project Hail Mary. It has, like, a lot of, like, useless statistics that don't really mean a whole lot to me. But I kind of, like, get the weight of them, sort of. Mm. And I always like, much like Jurassic Park, I, I like stories about humans just not being really prepared for like the ultimate scientific nature consequence or something like that. So I would, I would recommend it uh, if you're not too traumatized by COVID because it definitely hit a few numbers there for me.
1: Oh, I see. Awesome. Grace, where can people find you and your work on the internet?
2: Ooh, you can find my work, AKA my lovely company, Mm -hmm. Press. At Wildling Press um, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You should also check out our podcast. How do I book? Yeah,
0: I really like the intro music for you guys' this podcast. Like oh, not not biased God. or Me anything. Me too.
2: Like, Wait, it's my Jason. favorite part. It's my favorite part of the episodes. <laughs> we should just we should just stop it at the intro. I'm just, <laughs> just kidding.
0: Just play it on a loop for 15 minutes. <laughs>
2: No, it's a great podcast. You should check it out if you want to learn more about books and how to book and the publishing industry at large. Yeah. Things that I've been doing lately. I feel like it's just been editing, but I'm not going to plug that. Um, Yeah, we'll let you know when
1: uh, pre-order links are available for our books. Exactly.
2: (laughs) But no, so my um, sister is with child and we had a little- I know we had a little baby shower for her last weekend and among all of the planning, one of the things that I had to do was make a, a giant cinnamon roll <gasps> um, for that. And so I'm going to plug a recipe, which is for a giant cinnamon. Oh, roll. Hell yeah. Um, Please link
0: me to that. I love yeah, cinnamon exactly. rolls so much.
2: Honestly, why not just make everything giant? Like that's the way to go.
0: Giant pizza, um, giant cake, giant exactly. brownies. Everything's yeah, better but, when it's giant.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but uh, Sally McKenney has a really awesome like cinnamon roll cake recipe. And that's the one I use. She's like a professional food photographer and like cookbook author and baker. And I've used a couple of her other recipes in the past. So I used this one for the cinnamon roll. And it was really yummy. So... Um, if anyone just wants to like make a big cinnamon roll I recommend it and I recommend that you use this recipe
1: yes hell yes I've been your host Christina you know where to find me and this week I'm going to plug it's a follow-up on my plug from last week actually because last week I plugged the first truly devious novel by Maureen Johnson and this week I'm here to plug the entire trilogy it's so good (laughs) oh my gosh I love that journey for you I've never read a trilogy that's good (laughs) 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 hunger game fans don't (laughs) come at me i would love to not fight about that um but like trilogies aren't good they're not good um the concepts are hard to sustain
0: lord of the rings doesn't count it's all one book
1: right exactly (laughs) yeah exactly but truly devious is a YA mystery that takes place over the three books i've never read a mystery that was more than one book before it was just so fucking fun and clever and like the main character is so deeply relatable and it's just like diverse and thoughtful and awesome so i recommend it to everyone truly devious the series the second book is called the vanishing stairs and the third book is called the hand on the wall let me know when you want them grace yeah seriously they're so fun Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. awesome well jason thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the restricted section uh i'm glad it was pretty even if it wasn't very like adventureful
0: no like these are the best episodes where we just kind of shoot the shit
1: it's true and thank god you're here for it yeah thank you jason
0: thank you for inviting me
1: and grace thank you so much for being my co-chair oh my gosh any old time (laughs) and this is the end of the podcast and I'm actually gonna start ending podcast episodes like that because it gives me too much anxiety to try to <laughs> try
0: to be like it. a real
1: exit. So I'm just just, gonna... just
0: like just keep going until it teeters off. <laughs> <laughs> it stops being just funny. like fade
1: out. I'm, I'm just gonna be like, this is the end, and then it'll just, smash cut. Just to say, the say
2: end. like, this is the end, bum, bum, like bum, over bum. and over again, but like exit your room so it's like it's like fading out.
0: It's over.
1: It's done.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it, Podheads. Thanks for listening to The Restricted Section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter, at RestrictedPod, on Instagram, at RestrictedSectionPod, Section on Facebook at Restricted Section Pod or in our Facebook group, The Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. What would you do if there was a terrifying prophecy about you?
0: Or you had to go on a perilous quest to save a friend. Or
1: everything you loved was in danger, and the world was about to end- Whoa, uh, slow down, Charlie. You know what to do when all that crazy stuff happens, right? Call Ghostbusters? No, (laughs) you listen to Of the Eldest Gods. Oh, 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 right, right, right. Sorry, Ray. Uh, y'all can listen to our podcast about the Rick Riordan books. (laughs) We'll cover each chapter and talk about some of the fucked up mythological concepts. and we'll probably get cursed by zeus let's
2: hope that doesn't happen this season
1: catch your tag on all your podcast platforms and eat some blue food while you listen wish us luck while we survive the apocalypse charlie what i want to go into face off and have them take my face off and just take it away nose included i want the voldemort treatment i'm done with my nose X-Media.